Hello, listener. I am Bones of the Five Day Rentals Podcast, and I welcome you to the first ever mega podcast crossover, a five-part podcast extravaganza spanning five podcasts. That's right, five shows, nine players, and 90 movies up for grabs. Across this event, we will be drafting the definitive top 90 flicks of the 90s. This is part one, so you're in the right spot. If you're a listener to Five Day Rentals, be prepared to fall in love with four other fantastic shows. And if you're coming to us from one of these other shows, I promise the 5DR boys are going to be on our best behavior. The drafting event will feature the podcast stylings of the incredible nerds, geeks, in the kitchen sink, the surgical sophistication of the weekly podcast massacre, the dynamic duo of the Horror Drafts podcast, and lastly, the tasty touch of the best little horror house in Philly. We hope everyone out there follows along with the crossover. This is going to be a lot of fun, and we truly have some great people here to play. At the end of each episode, we will direct you where to find the next part, and feel free to check the episode description. Now, to take us through the drafting po- uh, process, I will pass this talk boy over to my co-host, Kron. Thank you, Bones, and thank you for writing this copy for me. Uh, this will be <laughs> a mega draft completed in snake style. Draft orders have already been selected, and we will draft in a run of players one through nine and then back nine through one. Each episode will host two rounds, like Bones said. We'll take a break between every two rounds and and direct you to where you can listen to the next episode. Each player must draft at least one movie from each year, 1990 through 1999, but they may select those movies in any order that they see fit. We'll have 10 rounds, 10 movies per player. I'll be logging those selections and each player, and once a movie is selected, it's locked in. We will be deferring to the letterbox-listed year of release for dates. Um, And now to discuss how we're hoping to keep this thing on the rails, I'll pass this Tamagotchi over to Laundry Dan. Thank you, Karan. In the interest of time, we will have a game clock, gentlemen. And I am God of the Clock. When it's your turn, you have 60 seconds to make your selection. Feel free to utilize the entire minute. It's yours. Once you have locked in your selection, you will have two to three minutes post-pick discussion. Surely, some of the selections will be fought over in the early rounds, as we expect. And we expect to have some conversations as well. If you really would like to comment, feel free. Bones may also call out some people to comment as well. <laughs> Teacher. Uh, any <laughs> And given the scope of this game, we'll be taking a short break between every two rounds for beers and peas and drugs and whatever else you guys want to use. Abortions. Abortions. I did make a little time. When you're running, uh, you will see this. <laughs> Back to you, Bones. Thank you, Dan. 90 picks. Listener, this is going to be a bloodbath, but it's also for charity. That's right. Once all episodes are dropped, we will be giving the listener the chance to vote for which player made the best top 10 list. Whichever list you feel the most. If it's got your favorite movie, if you think it's themed the best, is it the best balance? Is it all horror? (laughs) Whatever you want. It's your decision. That winning player's selected charity will then get $1,000. So listen along, vote with your heart, and definitely make sure you subscribe to these shows. Now let's meet our players. And like Kron stated earlier, our draft order was already selected. So we're going to chat in that order. I uh, We rigged the whole thing. I get to go first, and I will talk way too much through this, so let's just get to the next player. Greg, how are you? Hello. I timed that so perfectly. I took a drink right as you I, called on me. I tried to hit the goalpost. Isn't that what they say in, in radio when you yeah. talk right up to the <laughs> lyrics? But yeah. Hello. I'm Greg from the Weekly Podcast Massacre. Uh, Bones, Laundry Dan, Cron, I cannot thank you guys enough for putting this together. Um, I am happy to draft 90s movies for any podcasts that needs it, apparently. You know, that's all I'm asked to do. <laughs> uh, Greg, I've got some some random 90s questions to kind of help feel sure. everybody out, okay? can you, Do you have – I know you're you're probably – I want to call you out and say you're I'm one the of the younger. <laughs> yes. But I, think do I, you, I think 100% am. Yeah. Do you have a band or like a – a song, an album, anything that makes you think 90s, anything that defines that sound to you? 
Um, yeah, man, that's a great question. Uh, in terms of like, I think REM for me feels very 90s. I know they had a period in the 80s too, but for some reason that's what comes to mind first. In terms of my own personal memory, uh, I remember listening to a lot. My parents were huge U2 fans. And so a lot of my 90s memories are set to the fucking, you know, the wonderful sounds of Bono singing about Sunday Bloody Sunday. Like it's, that's what's coming to mind, you know. Right on. Guess I listened with or without you. Yeah. <laughs> you could say. You could say. It's a real electrical storm. Yep. Deep cut. That was a deep, deep cut. cut. Yeah. Deep cut. Uh, but well, the 1990s to 2000s best of deep cut. So appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also you host the weekly podcast Massacre with Murph and Kill. They yeah. they could not be here, but we we wish them the best. We hope they follow along. So we we genuinely hope that people listen to your show. Um, like us, you guys do sort of the category based, um, yeah. stuff every once in a while we cross paths, uh, just recently with end of days. Yeah. Which I listened to you guys episode and I loved it. It made me feel real bad for not enjoying it more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, well, uh, similar podcasts like mine is just without the jokes. I think that's about it. If you just want five day rentals with less comedy. Uh, you know, then listen to the weekly podcast massacre. Well, you guys have actual insight. We're trying oh, well, to yeah. make up for that. All right. Well, thank you, Greg. We're happy that you're here. Kron. Hey, Bones. You got number three. I was left with number three. Oh, bummer. Well, that's okay. I, I looked at it earlier today and I thought number three sounds pretty good. All right. Do we, I mean, we you, you and I talk a lot. Do we need to talk? No, I'm good. I, All right, let's move too on. Much. Nick, how <laughs> well, are you, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's thanks been a while. It's it been a while. Yeah, not that long. How long has it been? Um, I guess it has been a while. Well, I think mm. the last time you and I saw each other, you had just been uh, subjected to some government testing and had developed some That's telekinetic right. powers. So, how right. is that going? Right. I'm gradually getting used to it. They're mostly under control. Okay. Yep. Um, I got a 90s question for you. Shoot. Were you a member of the BK Kids Club? I was, and I actually just found my uh, my license card or whatever, the identification card in my wallet. I... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wallet that I found in my bedroom, parents' bedroom, like two weeks ago. So, okay. <laughs> you should so, uh, put yep. it in one of those... FBI wallets and flash it whenever you walk into the Burger King. Mm-hmm. I should. I don't know if they still recognize those, but yeah, yep, definitely a member. Hell yeah. Well, we definitely recommend everybody check out Horror Drafts. Um, you guys have given us nothing but great content and time over the last, what, three months? I think we've done uh, 120 hours of podcasting together. So <laughs> you, you guys were subjected to an entire category and we did an awesome 80s drafts with you guys, so... We loved every minute of it. All right. Well, thanks for being here, dude. Thank you. Dan. Hey. Hey. You remember we said we're going to be on our best behavior, right? Like, we can get all the dirty shit out in the first round. Second round, we got to, like, wean off, all right? Well, we'll talk. I mean, He's having a tough time, folks. Me, like listen this. here. There's a lot of people that got a lot of money on me tonight, okay? I'm not going to say who, but you know who you yeah, guys Yeah, you told are. us before the record who this was for. Okay. Okay. Dan privately texted me and said he is six beers in already. Okay. <laughs> I got magic words I got to say, so when you see everybody drink, you know what's up. All right. Brantley. Yeah. Yes, sir. George. What's up, buddy? Not much. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. Excited how's, to draft the '90s. How's the new gig? <clears throat> it's good. It's good. the The, the students are good, and uh, uh, it's just tiring, you know, because it was a uh, sort of a <clears throat> last minute thing. I didn't get months to plan the course like uh, you usually would. So, but otherwise, it's going well. All right. You ready for your '90s question? Uh, sure. Yeah. You and I recently had to battle off some people in a particular Discord discussing the hotness of one particular actress in a particular movie. And it made me think, I don't want to say the name because it's going to be, it's it's coming up. First round. No way. It's not. Okay. All right. But this made me think, 
you got it. You remember your '90s crushes? Yes. Can you throw in like a Jennifer Love Hewitt in there? Like, who do you got? Well, I'm I'm honestly I'll be trying to remember who it was because this is how bad my memory has gotten to the point and how busy I am that I barely remember. But my definitive crush of the '90s was Gina Davis. I don't know if that's who we were defending oh, in man. that Discord or not. I don't remember. Watched uh, Beetlejuice with my wife last night, actually, mm-hmm. and just. Every- I hope she doesn't take this the wrong way because I know Gina listens. Every time I see her, I forget. Like, God damn, she is gorgeous. Yeah, every time and everything. I mean, she's great. She looks gorgeous in Beetlejuice and The League of Their Own and Last Ki- Long Kiss Goodnight. Excuse me. I mean, mm-hmm. everything. A lot of '90s movies. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I hope everybody was listening to that. I jotted those down. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for being here, Brantley. We hope everybody uh, subs to Horror Drafts. Great show. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Now we're just going to go a little bit south. That's the badge, by the way. Nick is showing us <laughs> his I, I, I just want you to know I'm, I'm BK legit. Kids Club membership. <laughs> Confirmed. George, how are you? Hello. <sighs> yeah. It's not the lost on us, dude. Nuts. We know we, it's a good thing that you're towards the end, buddy. <laughs> uh, very happy to be here. Very happy to be drafting 90s movies. Very happy to leave all of you losers in the dust, baby. Oh, boy. Oh, Ooh, brutal. Coming brutal. out fucking hot. Oh, man. I don't know any other way. Let's do this. Wait. <laughs> we got a little bit more to go. You want you want a 90s question? Sure. Hit me. Favorite 90s sitcom? Oh, boy. You know, it's a controversial pick because people have turned on it in recent years, but I love Friends. <laughs> I think it's a lot of fun. It has issues, to be sure. But uh, look, it's it's a very comfortable show. You know, you throw it on, you laugh a few times. Before you know it, the 22 minutes has flown by. Mm-hmm. Cron should be all about that. There was a monkey in that show. What happened yeah, to that monkey? Outbreak did monkey. He just, it's the same just, guy. Did they just write him off one season? Whoa. He uh, Marcel, he um, started getting sad because he was living in an apartment in New York, and so they sure. gave him to the zoo. Oh, and he eventually winds up in Hollywood, and he stars in um, Outbreak 2 yeah, with uh, right. Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's wow. right. And that's how Rachel meets Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God. Really? That is a good episode. Okay. I was, a little, I was dismissive story. when you said Friends, but the reminder that JCVD yeah, plays himself in it. Look, I'm back in. He's never Kicks been in anything nips. but the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for being here, dude. Absolutely. Everybody should be subbed to your show already. Best little whorehouse in Philly. It's a, pow- it's a fucking powerhouse. <laughs> well, you're very kind. Thank you. DK. Hello. I feel like Hi. I just saw you, man. Yeah. I feel like that, too. Yeah, I know. I, f- I feel like I just was in your car. Yeah. Yeah. We giving you strange objects from my pockets. Uh, I got I got one of them right here. Hell yeah. Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. A great... Uh, I told you this in private. I'll tell everybody. It's a, an incredible balance of nerdiness and appreciation. I, I don't know how really else to say that. Like, There's this tendency right now in a lot of content creators to just immediately... Uh, all right, this is the first round, so I'm going to be dirty, to come when something comes out and be so excited and then immediately go and withdraw and be super upset, yeah. right? Either every yeah. Everything is a fucking Force Awakens trailer or it's when they walk out of Last Jedi. Like, right. there's no in-between. And somehow you guys manage to thread that needle and it's fun every other Sunday. I we appreciate try. it. We try. Thank you very much for saying so. Uh, so uh, about this, this is actually related to your nineties question. Uh Oh, you have recently got an obsession with some nineties Marvel cards. Yep. Yes, I have. It's big time. It's for real. Okay. Uh, you got stacks of white boxes in the house yet, or are you having to make aisles through the living room? I'm putting them in binders. They're in order. Okay. They're pristine. Don't touch them. Don't look at them without even asking me. Okay. All right. 
You'll have to give me a quote on all the strong guy cards you come across. I, I have more strong guys than you want to know about. Oh. I, I have like oh, seven or eight strong that. guys. <laughs> I tried to flip through the cards and Dustin literally hissed at me like Dracula. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do spoiler tag every picture you post, which I appreciate. No eyes can rest yeah. upon it. Yeah. <laughs> Protect it with a spoiler tag. That's right. It's like a, it's like a like a partition basically. <laughs> well, DK, thank you for representing Nerds Geeks. What an incredible fucking me. title of a podcast, by the way. I don't think it's, it is. It's I, so I, good. It's so good. I appreciate um, that. Uh, sadly, Chris could not come today. No, we we know couldn't. he was very excited and devastated. He sends his love. He said I should kiss each one of you, but I said, Chris, let's back it up a little bit. I barely know these people. Yeah. Uh, so I will do kiss. a handshake at the end. Okay. Well, you could. Okay. We'll kiss. That's fine. I mean, your lips are dry after kissing all those cards, though, right? I kissed every single one before I slide it in to mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. And nobody said I'd ever get any action for having a podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. So to fill Chris's spot, we called in. Maybe the nicest person on the planet. Uh, somebody who joined us for the Northman who complained, man, I sounded like a damn hick. I think that was uh, his pull quote afterwards. Yeah. But, uh, I, George, this guy might rival you in terms of movie watching. Uh, I believe it. Chad, welcome. Thanks. Glad to be here. Sorry that the other guy fell out, but I'm glad that I'm here. Oh, uh, It works out. It works out. Um, Rage Against the Machine. Ugh. A 90s band. We had waited, what, four years? Uh, yes. To be able to see them. Those uh, and I, Hey, don't get me wrong. He's got a heel. Yeah, I got But you. what a bummer, right? Oh, man. Yep. So, yeah, he still ha- Dan he still has wait a to heel. burst my bubble. What? He still he- has a heel to walk in to do the fucking concert. <laughs> but he's yeah. got to let the heel heal. <laughs> That's bullshit, man. <laughs> Dave Grohl wouldn't have canceled. He's got another one. Uh, All right. You excited? You got you got a good list, Chad. You were kind of pulled yeah, yeah. in late, so. Yeah. No, I've 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 got several standbys on top of the nine that, you know, okay. that are the main selection, so. All right. You never know how you feel in the moment, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, on, I'm on the same boat. I got, a, I got- uh, almost as many alts as I do regular things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got to play Got to fill out the crowd. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks again, Chad. We appreciate it. So that yep. is our draft order, everybody. Um, let's go through. Does everybody want to talk about their charity real quick? I will uh, defer to you, Greg. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I am picking path for my charity, which is a, uh, a charity that helps fight homelessness. Um, pretty active out here in LA. Uh, being in Los Angeles, you can't get away from unhoused encampments and and the atrocities committed uh, towards them by the LAPD. So hopefully this will help curb some of that. If I win. When I win, I'll say. Cool. Kron? Uh, I have selected the Nashville Humane Society. Um, uh, my wife and I, we found our cat just in a like a storm drain. It's the coolest cat in the world. Um, it was a little kitten when we got it, um, and I really support what they do. You know, they're they're trying to do the same thing, find permanent homes for cats and dogs. Um, and yeah, just a great charity, and think they deserve the money. Hell yeah! Bean joins us at least once every episode. Yeah, you might hear her at some point. Yeah. So. Well, we've got I think two cats already. In the Zoom call, Brantley's handling yep. one right now. Nick, yeah, there's going to be one at this end too. So. Yeah. Okay. Nick, did you uh, did you decide on something? Yeah, I did. I think I'm going to do. Uh, it's called the Wit Wit Fund. <clears throat> um, it's a small charity from uh, Long Island, New York, and actually the owner of the company I work for, um, friends of his from from high school. Their daughter died of um, leukemia at the age of one. So it's a it's a pediatric cancer research fund. Ouch. All right. Thank you. Dan? Uh, we're going with Feeding America, gentlemen. Uh, one in eight people people in the United States are hungry, so let's feed them. Brantley? Wonderful. Uh, I was actually <clears throat> between two, but I decided on uh, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital as my charity. 
Excellent. George. Uh, I was uh, pretty aligned with Kron here. Uh, both of my cats came from the Philadelphia Animal Welfare Society. Um, they do a great job here in Philly. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, you know, they not only do they help find homes for, for the cats and dogs and everything, but they also really importantly provide a low-cost clinic um, for, for veterinary needs for people in the area who can't afford regular uh, uh, veterinary bills. And you know they're they're members of the family, and so not being able to take care of them is uh, is something that shouldn't have to weigh on anybody. And so uh, I have chosen pause. Thanks, George. DK, I'm going to go a similar direction. Um, I've chosen a local place called Benel Adopt a Pet, and it's a no kill shelter that's in my immediate area. And we actually got our most recent dog from there, um, and uh, they they desperately need help. They have a lot of animals. Um, they really uh, do a good job over there. They really care about those pets, and they need a place to live, and they need uh, funds to operate that place. So, Benel adopt a pet. Thanks, man. Chad. Well, I, I got a short story. The original uh, uh, charity I was going to donate to was Helping Hands, Monkey Helpers for the Disabled. And whenever I was in the army, every year they do a, an annual thing. So I, I donated to them. Well, I did some research and they have shifted away from monkey helpers. So they're out. So uh, I selected No Kid Hungry, which uh, supo- supports school lunch programs, uh, food uh, food um, lockers and all that stuff. So, All right. Um, in honor of Chris, who could not be here... Um, I decided to go ahead and play for his charity that he had actually already shared with me. So it is the uh, 14th Hour Foundation. Uh, They're dedicated to honoring and supporting individuals and families who have served in the military. So I come from uh, a a long line of veterans. I was the first one to uh, be a socialist liberal pansy and not go that route. But, uh, you know, veterans still need help and their families still need help. So none or Chris, I'll be playing for that. Very cool. All right. I think it's time. We've met our players. We've got our rules. Kron, are you ready? I can share my screen and we can start making picks. I can show you the world. It's taking so much willpower right now to not scream are you ready to rumble and then change rumble to just a robotic draft voice <laughs> it's you encouraged wanna, bro i'm gonna do my no, best br- buffer here. nah <laughs> all right i think i get to start this thing off terminator 2 Oh my god. Everybody no fucking one knew is that. surprised. Whoa. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? Stop Wait, the that pod, was in the 90s. dude. 1991, James Cameron. I mean, what else? I mean, you can't say anything about it bad. There's not a it's the perfect movie. Cameron don't miss. That's all you got to say, man. Yeah. I heard it was originally he walked into the boardroom and wrote Terminator and then wrote an S next to it and then changed it to a dollar sign. And it was originally going to be called Terminators. (laughs) I wish, man. I wish there was a big robot queen just pushing out little robots and (laughs) James Remar doing acid on the set. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Greg, your first pick. All right. Um, trying to think with these early rounds, you got to bring out heavy hitters. You got to try to take the ones that I, I think that most other people would be gunning for right away. Um, the other thing for the 90s that comes to mind, aside from T2, comes from 1999. I'm going to take The Matrix. <laughs> uh, God damn you, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, like, this is probably the first DVD everybody owned, right? I mean, it was just like it heralded yeah. off a whole new era of movies, home video, like action movies. Um, 
it recently had a legacy sequel. Like it's it's still in the zeitgeist. It changed everything, and at the same time, it's a perfect summation of shit that was building up through the '90s. A lot of other movies that may be picked for this draft, um, you know, uh, it kind of took elements from all these things and it and made something that uh, just truly feels like I don't know. It's it's just like there's no other year it could have come out than 1999. Yeah. Do um, you? Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, fun little story about George is that The Matrix was my first R-rated movie because yeah, yeah. I was watching Black Hawk Down and got too scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey we'll story about greg i mean my estimate is anderson i have grown up my entire life i was five when this movie came out from my earliest memories people were doing the mr anderson mr. impressions anderson. <laughs> i i never got tired of it i remember the first time i heard it, i heard it i was at a dentist appointment and i'm five this movie just came out and this guy was just like you should you gotta see this new movie i'm five and he's telling me go watch the matrix there's a mr <laughs> anderson in it it's so, funny uh, yeah not to, I'm. I know we got to keep it moving, but I also there was oh, uh, another. <laughs> I haven't seen the sign yet. <laughs> there was another movie um, <laughs> called like the the time before, during, and after a basketball game in some place in Canada or whatever, and it takes place in 1999, and like one of the kids the entire time is like talking about the Matrix and what it means, and it feels. It's the little things like that that really made it feel like it was part of the time because truly everybody was talking about the Matrix yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that this movie with like these insane philosophical ideas is so popular. Everyone's seeing it because it also has kung fu fights and like yeah. insane yeah. action. And you know, they're they're just... right to always be talking about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, George, I think if you heard you said Lawrence Fishburne in the Matrix might uh. be just like the performance. Of, literally the coolest movie character it's the greatest thing yeah. larry the he's, fish he's, he's the best and oh, that's we're the getting played off here right there. Yep. <laughs> yep. getting the sign all right thank you greg cron your first pick all right guys uh i think i'm gonna pick the movie that i kind of whenever i think of the 90s this is probably the first thing that pops into my mind um it was cutting edge at the time um great blend of practical and digital effects. Um, It looked mind-blowing then, and it still looks pretty damn good now. Uh, I'm going to 1993 Jurassic Park. Watch this movie probably once or twice a year since it's come out, so uh, gotta be be a first-round pick. Good use of uh, puppets in that movie, I hear. Yeah, it's kind of more about the digital stuff, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, but they're kind of built upon a foundation of, of, of practical. Yeah, well, nobody had ever seen computers do that before, so it was, you know. Well, they saw a liquid metal Terminator a few years before, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. These are really great arguments, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Seems oddly familiar. We need to do, like, an appeal Patreon yeah, there, a, George. Appellate yeah. court. Yeah, I um, look, we'll take it up the next ladder. <laughs> Not much to say. DK, Nick, you guys got anything? Jurassic Park? I knew someone would pick it, like early. It's it's not a surprise. It wasn't on my list, but, uh, you know, have fun with your little (laughs) dinosaur park. (laughs) Uh, Here's what I say. Uh, 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 You didn't say the magic word. Uh, uh, All right. All right. Let's go to Nick, your first round. Selection. Sure. Um, I am going to go with the first R-rated movie I ever saw, which was 1994's Speed. Um, oh, shit. Which, uh, I don't know. I didn't know if it was going to get picked earlier or not, but you know what? I'm just going to draft with my heart. I love that film. I love the score by Mark Mancina. I love the premise. I think it's just, you know, it's just, it's a great, it's one of the best action films of all time, in my opinion. And I would argue that with anyone, anytime. Yeah, without a and doubt. he does with me constantly. <laughs> Do I tell I? him other ones, and he just says, "No, it's Speed. Shut it's up. True. That's the best action movie <laughs> ever true. made." Have you ever uh, watched Speed on Speed? Because it's a game changer, dude. <laughs> there are other no. ways to watch it. Is there any other way to watch it? It yeah. slows it down somehow. It like cancels each other out. As Plus if fifty-five miles an hour wasn't fast <laughs> enough. 
<laughs> or was too fast. Or was too fast. Was Part of what fast. I love about Speed is that there's like a whole subway section that everybody forgets about. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't forget I don't forget about it. That subway section yeah. is it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Pop quiz hot shot. Who saw this? I think about I think about the end of that segment like every single time I'm near a train, pretty yeah. much. Sure. That's why I take the trolley to work. I mean, it's shocking how, not how little, but like when you really, like when you think back on Speed, if you haven't seen it in a while, and you watch it again, it's like, oh my God, not much of this movie takes place on a bus. Yeah. Really. The whole elevator scene at the beginning, too. Yeah. Yeah, that too. That's great. It's an incredible set piece. It's great. Yeah. I just watched it last week because it was, and it earned, it was going to be my top for 94. And it was that same thing. Like they're on the bus, I think, for like 55 minutes. Like it's just that perfect center chunk. Yeah. Um, Breaking news, guys! I've never seen Speed. Oh my God! <gasps> oh, oh for crying out! Get loud. this man! Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't spoil the that. Uh, the oh, I like how he drops it right, oh. right as he calls time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, Dan, what's your first selection? Ah, gentlemen, the last time I checked, it was 2022, and a new Batman movie came out. And I said, that looks a lot like 1995-7. That's my pick. Mm. <laughs> Great misdirection there. I mean, <laughs> goddamn how good is 7? How dirty is it? The look? Oh, shit. I mean, Brad Pitt coming up. I mean, we're going to have a lot of Brad Pitt coming in this, uh, mm. this draft, guys, because <laughs> he's in the 90s a lot. Sure was. Um, but yeah, man, just... Fincher nails it there. I mean, is it his breakthrough? I don't know. He's got some other shit on there, too. But it's just fucking great. Love it. Can't get enough of it. Sit down and watch it every time it's on TBS, even if it's fucking edited. So, What was Dan's pick? (laughs) (laughs) I remember uh, a babysitter of ours because i would have been about 10 when this came out had rented it from the video store and we watched it that night with a babysitter when i was like 10 years old oh shit yep <laughs> she drove a vet too she seemed like a pretty cool babysitter oh yeah <laughs> yeah did you ever look her back up <laughs> I, if i could remember her name i would have i had no idea what her name yeah he told was. us earlier he's got a bad memory when it comes <laughs> to ladies very names. bad memory yeah. D- does everybody have like a babysitter let me watch this story Die Hard. Die Hard. Mine's I mean, Fire in the Sky. Speed. speed. I actually, I oh, saw yeah. Speed. Yeah, that's how I first saw that. Yeah. I don't know if I do because I was a little baby coward. Uh, the TV show <laughs> Designing Women. No. <laughs> hey, that's probably pretty scary to a, a half the population. You know. I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> All right. Brantley, would you like to go? Uh, oh, well, can I just skip over? It was because... Uh, that's of course I'd like to go. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay in the year 1995. Actually, um, I'm going to take a film with uh, a master uh, filmmaker, at, arguably at the height of his craft. Some might say uh, one of his other films, but I'm going to take Michael Mann's Heat Fuck. from 1995. Good pick, Brantley. Good pick. You thank Suck. you. <laughs> uh, I just rewatched this uh, a couple weeks ago, and that movie's like, I don't know, two hour, two and a half, two hours, 45, and I'm like, I could just watch eight straight hours of this movie, and I took Heat 2 out from the library, barely got into it because I just don't have the time <laughs> I need to read, but uh, I just, I want as much heat as I can get pumped into my veins constantly. I love that movie. I would wager most of this, most of the people here own a copy of Heat 2 now. We bought it day one, right? Yeah, it's five feet away from me. <laughs> yeah, My copy got stolen off my porch. Oh, oh really? that sucks. It does suck. <laughs> and my library doesn't have a copy. Oh, lame. I had to wait we'll forever to a, for mine to get it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm crying. We'll have to get Detective Vincent Hanna to track it down. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Pacino, where are you? <laughs> Doing coke. Uh, I get it. Do you think the guy who swiped it read it and he's like, I think I need to go bigger with this operation? (laughs) I do genuinely hope that they liked it. He's like, This is a sequel? Why am I stealing (laughs) books when I could be? (laughs) All right. George. 
I was going to ask if Bones was heartbroken. I am. Uh, speed and heat were both my next two, so well, that's fine. You guys fine. are doing it a makes great it, job, everybody. It makes it easy, yeah. <laughs> just ru- jobs. Yeah, bring me down a peg. Okay, I will. Um, All right. So my strategy, I'm a little conflicted right now because my plan was not to go for necessarily the big names, but it was to go for years that I think have a weaker selection overall. Um, Mm. And so I'm looking at 1998 and it's not that great, but there's there's a couple in there that I didn't that I thought maybe might have gotten off the table already. And, And my heart. He's saying that I'm leaving one on the table for people, but I gotta go Blade. I gotta pick Blade from 1998. One pick away, DK. Um, I Let just George it. talk. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, look, maybe, maybe Dustin is the motherfucker always trying to ice skate uphill. Maybe it's open season on all other draft heads. Maybe. Uh, it's the blood rave in here, and and it's just the best. I'm gonna be a naughty vampire god, says Donald Logue, and truly he was. Hell yeah! This this throws everything out of balance. <laughs> <laughs> I really th- I was like I think you Dustin knew. might might see this one out here. Worlds <laughs> are really coming down. You thought 1998 was a bad year. I I'm look, surprised by that too. I'm looking at this. and I'm like, oh, this is stacked here. I'm well, not saying anything. Not for George. On that one. <laughs> I, I'm saying there's there is one big name there that I just mm-hmm. left on the table for '98, and then everything else kind of felt middling to me. Not that there aren't other good movies, but just that I was like, if I don't get one of those two from this year, I'll be kicking myself. Oh, I I, I understand that thought process because I feel like that about every year. There's like two, maybe three that I really want, and then the rest mm-hmm. are kind of on a similar scale, basically. Well, uh, I'm not going to say just yet which it is for me, but there is one <laughs> other year that I felt this way about, and so uh, on the way back, I'll be picking from there. Hey, George, what year was that? <laughs> oh, it was 1998, actually. Oh, wait, <laughs> fuck, that's the one I just did. Oh, I don't even remember anymore. Sorry, Dan. No, that's okay. All right. Blade rules. Everyone watch Blade. I agree. You should watch Blade. I was going to pick Blade. (sighs) Hi, uh, I'm DK. Um, I (laughs) pretty much have one choice to start with, or else my whole thing falls apart. I'm going for, well, I won't say what it is just yet, but I have a a theme. Uh, I'm going to go straight to the year 1992, and... If people know me at all, they'll know that I'm picking Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Army Ooh. of Darkness. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, this hurts, uh, Greg man. is Greg is looking upset over I'm there. For sure, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I had to have it. I didn't even put it on my grid. Didn't make honor of you. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there were a f- there were a few where I was like, nope, it's not even worth fighting for. Let me let me mm-hmm. be a nice guy. Uh huh. That's, that's how competition works. Very groovy. <laughs> I fight with honor, bro. <laughs> I fight to win. I don't think George has pants on tonight. Shit. <laughs> He's got a, a Kevin Smith thing going. That's yeah, like a... it's just the Flyers jersey really <laughs> hanging low right now. <laughs> we'll see when we go to break for beers and stuff. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hang around. <laughs> All right, Chad, let's finish this first round, buddy. All right. Uh, my selection, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm going for the big ones first. And my first selection is from 1994, Tarantino's Pulp Fiction. Mm. Fun fact, that did not make my list. Wow. How about that? I kind of had a feeling. I know it's a it's a popular movie, and I love it, and it's on my list. But I kind of had a feeling it was not going to be like, yeah, you know, S- similar spot a hot to commodity. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm glad like, I got a got a first round pick. Yeah, I'm basic. What can I say? No, it's it's perfect. <laughs> oh, it's a like, classic for a reason. No, it's that's so the good. Reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I didn't put it on. It's because I was like. I just would rather like focus on something else because I know that's going to fill someone else's slot at some point. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, that's 
that's a solid fucking weekend of movies right there. Yeah. So far out of play, Terminator 2, Army of Darkness, Jurassic Park, Speed, Pulp Fiction, Seven, Heat, Blade, and The Matrix. Oh, man. God, God damn. Let me just say also, Greg said that yeah. The Matrix changed everything, but there's a lot of Blade in The Matrix is all I'm that's saying. That's what I was yeah. referring. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't name drop Blade as having inspired a shitload of that. I, I didn't name the movie because I was hoping yeah. people would forget about it. <laughs> You're not but, gonna uh, get one past me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the Matrix owes a lot to it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's swing back around. You know how it works, Chad. You get to go again. All right. <clears throat> My next selection is from 1990. Um, it's got uh, a couple guys named Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci. I'm going with Goodfellas. Mm, great pick. Mm-hmm. More like good pickers. <laughs> <laughs> that whole uh, scene where they're the tracking shot through the Copacabana, and you know they set up the table right there in front of the stage. He says, "What do you do?" He says, "Oh, I'm in construction." <laughs> I freaking love it. <laughs> I just used that shot in my class talking to my students about cinematography and you know how it can be used to capture you know energy and excitement and things like that and use that shot as an example and compared it to the tracking shot in wings from 1927 oh yeah, and, talking and, about and, the 90 sitcom wings <laughs> oh yeah yeah you know that really long <laughs> tony shalhoub thomas hayden church and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> This this might be because of my age. I don't typically think of that as a '90s movie. It's like you know, it's right there on the cusp. Mm, same. It's still got a lot of '80s flavor to it, though. Yeah. You know, like overwhelmingly yeah. so. Definitely. If I uh, ever make any food that uses garlic, I can't help but picture shaving it with a razor blade because of this film. <laughs> so it just liquefies in it, the not doing it. Uh, well, I think I do it, but it just liquefies when it hits the pan. So I, uh, I yeah, you know, I don't know. Thank you, Chad. DK. All right. This is uh, another one I feel like I have to grab early because I just I just I just have a feeling that we need to go to the year nineteen ninety-four. Uh and it's a movie starring a little man named uh Brandon Lee. Uh it was his last movie and it's the crow. Nice. And I have to have it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was it's yours now. Looking at '94, where I was like, I was like, oh man, if it gets to me, I might have to take it just to sneak it from him. Yeah, <laughs> I must have the crow. How do you so feel about the crow's sequels? Well, I just watched City of Angels the other night. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a film. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that Iggy Pop is in it. He's fun to watch. Um, other than that, it's it's. Uh, I don't know. I can't recommend it to anyone for any reason. <laughs> How do you feel about the new crow? New, new news just dropped about that. Completely unnecessary. I'll watch it. I will try not to complain about it. We don't need it. But at the same time, it's like, much like with the new Halloween, like if we can get more people into the originals, do all you want with it. Do whatever you want. You know, yeah. as long as I can, as I can uh, go to the hot topic and get you know a new shirt with the crow on it, that's what <laughs> I'm interested in. So you're good. Yeah, <laughs> another one that probably had a ton of influence on the Matrix, right? Mm. I oh, imagine yeah. it has to. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually didn't see it. I saw it like last year for the first time. What? Wow. Well, it always this because of his death. I always had an uncomfortable approach mm. to it. Sure. Um. Mm. It was that same, uh, same way with like Twilight Zone, like oh, yeah. Twilight Zone just freaks me out now, knowing like what happened on set. So yeah, really tough to watch. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. you only have to watch half of Twilight Zone though. There's you could completely skip the the uncomfortable one. Yeah, it's almost not even worth watching. Have you seen that? That there's like a two guys did a like shot on VHS, um, like scene for scene version of the Crow. I can't no. remember what it's called, but like Google it. Um, it's these two guys that got, they just got obsessed the craw? with it. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like the crow and then some kind of subtitle, but they worked on it for like years and years. It like consumed them. It's a remake or a sequel? 
it's a it's the first movie, but it's just like a shot for shot remake of that <laughs> film. So okay, <laughs> I mean, I would love to see this. <laughs> All right, oh, fuck you, DK. Come on, man. Hey, you're welcome. You are welcome, George. Oh, man. Like I said, you know, I got to stick with my strategy here. I'm going to go to a year where I think there are a lot of good movies in there. But this, to me, is kind of head and shoulders above it, especially with Jurassic Park already gone. I'm going back to 1993. Are you drafting Dazed and Confused? Because it'd be a lot cooler if you were. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I thought that one was was safe. Honestly, nope. I was like, "There's no way it's it, it's going this early." <laughs> I want to dance. It's. I mean, it's just so great. The soundtrack is undeniable. There are so many stars in it. Um, when I was in Austin, I went to so many of the shooting spots around town. I went to the burger joint and ate there. Um, it was so much fun. It. Is just it, I mean, even if you're not from that area, it just feels like high school. <laughs> like they just nail it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. I even like uh, Everybody Wants Some, the spiritual sequel in college. Oh, love that! Movie. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And um, and but it all starts here. Dazed and Confused, untouchable. And if you're talking like films that just feel '90s, even though it's set in the '70s, it's directed by Richard Linklater, who's like one of the defining independent filmmakers of the '90s. Mm. So very much fits like as a defining film of the nineties in my mind. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it is. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to give you a couple lashes with the, uh, with the old paddle there. Just, just take it. (laughs) Just take the beating and move on. Like these, these kids grew up in the seventies. They were obviously already beaten. Like it's not that bad. Move on. Get on with your summer. Daily occurrence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm looking at this <clears throat> spreadsheet that Bones has up here. I say there's two years in which no films have been drafted yet, and I think it's time to rectify that with 1996. I'm going to take the horror film that redefined the slasher genre that dropped like an atom bomb. I'm taking Scream by Wes Craven, and I'm sticking think- with one word titles so far. I think we all collectively decided it's Brantley's. Like, it's just, there's no point <laughs> in yeah. going for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, uh, we're drafting films of the 90s. What's a more 90s horror movie than Scream? Uh, Truly. If, yeah. if I had to select one, there there it is. Uh, yes. George, you guys just covered the faculty. And I shared with you, like, that Dimension logo. That just, that puts me in, in a place man when you oh, see yeah. that yeah. oh yeah you, you said george but you meant correct yes <laughs> that's never happened before no one is <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry <It's> never never <laughs> i've always been more of a stab guy but scream's good too so <laughs> mm. hey i'll take a controversial stance uh scream three is my favorite of the sequels oh get out that oh, is God. a controversial stance out of here <laughs> I had a blast on my three? last rewatch. No. Oh man, I had a blast! I, I do have a I do have a soft spot for three because I hike by one of the shooting locations all the time, like the Hollywood House in the Hills that they blow up. Uh, I walk mm-hmm. by that constantly, so I do love seeing that in the movie. So I, oh. I like three as well, but that's fucking. that's still fucking insane to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, three is a film that I has grown on me as the years have gone on, yeah. and I appreciate more, but. I would never say it's my favorite. <laughs> oh, I did. No one would. <laughs> I, no one would. say maybe Scream 2 and be this like, guy okay. did. Oh, I love Scream 2. Man. Scream 2 is great. But I mean, yep. if you said it's better than Scream, I think that still would be a little bit of a controversial opinion. So I, that's where I thought he was going. But oh, he really no. went mm-hmm. for it. I like Scream 3, too. And Thanks, I think I would pick 4 over 2. Same. I, I same. like 4 as Same. Well. It looks a little Four's poopy, great, but... Yeah, yeah. The filter on it like sucks the way it looks, but otherwise I enjoy but it. But yeah, the the actual meat of it is good. And Dan was fine too. You got your head down. Yeah. I take it you're thinking. First time for everything. Or cleaning no. your. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> got him together, George. <laughs> <laughs> this is high five, George. 
Ah. <laughs> All right. Um, are, we, are you ready for me? Yeah, mm-hmm. go. I'll, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. I... As we went through, as I went through all this, it was just my childhood and uh, and everything that I watched throughout. Um, Nineteen ninety three. I can expose that it's kind of a weak year for me, but if I'm drafting for me, the biggest thing to come out of that, and it might be too high, but it's gonna have to be the Sandlot, guys. Wow. Fuck yes. Fuck yes, Dan. (laughs) Because I cannot count how many times I watched that movie. It was just constantly on. So great. So such a good fucking time. I love it. Truly love that movie. So the floor's open to to y'all. Controversial Uh, Scream 3 is better than Sandlot. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say you're wrong again, (laughs) but still wrong. Two strikes. I'd recommend taking your lips off the pipe. (laughs) (laughs) Putting them Um, on uh, a uh, tailpipe. No, Sandlot's great. uh, Yeah, at the time I first saw it, when I was young, the Beast was the scariest thing I had ever seen in a movie. Like, Mm. legit nightmares about it. I don't think I finished the movie. And I was having nightmares about that dog. I had a fear Mm. of dipping like chewing tobacco from that <laughs> yeah, movie that's for, mm, yeah mm-hmm. i mean i don't do that now but i was like i'm never gonna do that shit <laughs> like, yeah but a kink for lifeguards you know yeah like, yeah, really I'm, gave us a lot. yeah i'm just mm. happy for for squints and wendy peffer mm-hmm. oh yeah mm. they had what like nine kids it says at the end good god bless <laughs> yeah. something crazy oh the 90s when you could put assault in your movie and it <laughs> seemed charming in your in your kids movie yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it also takes place like in the '60s, I think. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's Even the thing too. As a back. kid, I don't think I fully grasped that it wasn't that it wasn't like a '60s movie. Like as a dumb kid, I was like, "This movie's super old. This is like ancient." <laughs> yeah, it's great when he puts the piece of meat on his eyeball that's swollen, and then like two hours later, you don't see him put it on the mom's eye too. <laughs> <laughs> no, God, poor, poor Mrs. Mom in Sandlot. <laughs> That's uh is it Karen she, Allen? Yeah, it's it Karen, Karen Allen. Yeah. 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 And yeah, when when the dad came home and found that Babe Ruth ball all fucked up. It was a rough night in that house. Irish Catholic Dennis Leary. Yeah. yeah oh my no way. God. <laughs> that movie is now actually closer to the 60s than it is to today, which is weird. God damn wow. it. Oh jeez. All right, we're going to pick 2010s next time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Nick. Can I trade 1991 for another 1994? 1991 is really... No, no, I I know that's not how it works, but like 91 is my 98, I think. That's great. Oh, I see. I see. Um, So I'm just going to do 91 because I literally only have one movie that I really care to pick, and that's uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's I've pick. heard of that one. Yeah, yeah a, sorry to be talking over you there. Sorry to be talking over you there, Nick. I no, was just no. I, I was like, there's only one movie I want to pick, and I'm like, oh, I know yeah, of course. Yeah, what it's gonna be. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, that's film? not true. I mean, Terminator too, but that was obviously gonna go. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I watched this movie last night. And I mean, I'd seen it before, but had a great time. I mean, yeah, uh, I saw it three nights ago. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't seen it in a while, and it's just—I don't know. It's you know, within the first ten minutes, it's like, oh, this is a great movie, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. it just holds that that tone throughout. So, yeah, I I put on background noise for chores, and I just sat and watched the entire movie and didn't do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Just got sucked in. Yep. Yeah, we'll be watching that on a week. We, we're going to do a week of horror in my uh, class. We're going to talk about a couple of genres, including horror, and Sounds of the Lambs is going to be one we talk about. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Is that your lector, Nick? Are you? I think you and I talked about this a little bit when we did from um, the 80s draft. My lector is whoever played Lecter in Hannibal Rising, which is a movie I haven't seen. But just to, just to <laughs> oh, make people think, no. Um, <laughs> I honestly, it's been so long since I've seen Manhunter that I almost feel like not okay picking. 
I need to see Manhunter yeah. again. Mm. Yes, you do. It's good. It's been a while. Yeah, it is. Um, it is, but you know, I mean, Lecter gets such little screen time in that movie, and even in the book as well as in the movie, he he has a very kind of quicker to anger more like easily to erupt kind of uh personality than you see in silence of the lambs in the later books and films yeah so it, it feels almost like brian cox is playing a different character even though it is hannibal lecter i think it's cox feels a little bit more right dangerous personally yeah. oh really oh, yeah i think he feels I, a little okay. bit more dangerous yeah hmm. i think that hmm. you're just worried about uh william peterson's Amazing thighs that he shows off in those shorts. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's why you're worried about pink so shorts. I'm worried about him. Yeah. yeah, you're like, oh no, Lecter's <gasps> coming for him. Well, man knows how to establish something for you to, as the character to care about. Like yeah, you don't exactly. care about the kid, you care about those thighs. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pick thighs save lives, they say. Dan, were you with me when we went and saw uh, Hannibal Rising, and I almost got into a fist fight with some what? GI? This girl just like behind us was like talking the whole oh, okay. time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, know I was we just like, seen it. yeah, I was like, you've you got to stop. Like, don't please interrupt stop. the sanctity of yeah. Animal Rising. <laughs> and I, well, well, here's the thing. At a certain point, I was like, I'm now mad that she ruined an already bad movie. <laughs> and it made me more mad. I ended up like following her and her boyfriend like out in the parking lot, like just fucking screaming at him. It was like, it was. it's one of those things that I think back like, hey, you can't do that. But. Well, and then you in hindsight, them home it's because the well. movie sucked. <laughs> Which was oh, yeah. worse. And then yeah. you ate them. Is that we right? Killed them. <laughs> we killed them. Well, I I put on a cast and asked if they could help me load a chair into the back of my van. Was I started asking. Uh, yeah, I started she, asking. She's about what a size fourteen. Yeah. Hey, you size six? She's a great big fat person. All right. Great pick, Nick. Thank Cron. you. Cron. Yep. All right. Um... Guys, I think I'm going to take a play out of George's book. We're going back to 1998. I don't think this year is quite as bad as George might, but um, I do think it's one of the thinner ones. So I'm going to make sure I lock this one in. Um, This is a movie I'm sure everybody got, you know, a viewing of this, got caught up in the cult aspect of it. And then it kind of got taken away from, I don't know, like, (laughs) It, it kind of became its own thing that grew out of proportion. and um, But I don't know. You put it on now, it's still a fun watch. Uh, guys, you all realize what it is. It's the Big Lebowski. That was the other one. This really mm. burns me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, 98 is so good. I'm, I'm 98. Yeah, same, same here. Yeah. There's I so see many so more. many other movies I'd happy to there, draft. Look, yeah. I, I found plenty of movies and alternates, but I'm just saying that compared to the quality stacked throughout the other years, it I agree, felt just a little thin. Hmm. When but, I sorted my letterbox films by decade and year and all that, and I saw 1998, I did kind of have like a that's it reaction. <laughs> like, there we go. Oh, okay, well. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> the fact that we all knew it was Big Lebowski immediately. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. For cult movies in 98, I think I can't even think of another. Basketball. Yeah, like, yeah. No response. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't supposed to say that. Yeah. But Big Lebowski is fantastic. I love it. And it, it's like, it's probably the only movie I could say that I, I feel like I've seen that movie like two dozen times, but I've only finished it twice. <laughs> movie is so long. Like you don't realize how long it is until you're like two hours into it. You've quoted all the things you remember. And then you're like, there's still like a lot more. <laughs> I um the, I remember watching it and being like too young to really get it and being like that's it, and then coming back to it years later and watching it again and being like oh it is really fucking good. <laughs> we were in Germany at the time that that came out, so of course we got everything later. Mm. But we had a combination of military TV that played regular shit like your normal. Wheel of Fortune and all that shit. And then you also got a portion of German television. Uh, and it just constantly played like a preview for that movie. Wow. Just like all the fucking time. So finally I was like, I'm just going to go rent this fucking thing. <laughs> and ever since I came back to the United States and like everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, you guys never seen the Big Lebowski? <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was just like everywhere. I was like, damn. Mm. 
I heard the Germans just got really excited about the nihilists, and that's why it was <laughs> oh, yeah. all over there. Fucking it was nihilists. tough to try to rent it. I'm like, I want to rent that. And like, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Greg. Oh, man. Um, I'm still going to aim gun for, I think, the bigger years just because there's things on there. Uh, I just kind of know it'll get a reaction if I pick something from, you know, the more stacked uh, years of this decade. So um, I'm going to go back to 1990. Um, and, <laughs> oh boy, uh, I think I'm going to take Total Recall from 1990. And I love it, and it's crazy. And then the more I watch it, and I'm like, this thing just fucking works on every single level. Um, mm. And that stupidity is kind of, like, baked in there as part of the movie. Like, it's supposed to be stupid. It's a dumb fantasy that this character is having. Um, I think it's fucking awesome, and it's, like, the pinnacle of, like... the It's a culmination... Just as a Matrix, it's a culmination of 90s shit. Like, Total Recall is a culmination of 80s, like, effects and you know, Arnieisms and just action and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, truly a, you know, great movie. Who nice. could deny it? Mm-hmm. Paul Verhoeven, he's trying to get into the Zoom right now, but <laughs> I, I, did, I, I didn't allow him. I, I did not allow Verhoeven's him. Verhoeven's trying to get in here? He's no. doing the Eric Andre, let me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Except in Dutch. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go started with 91. I'm going to try to finish the 90s. I'm taking Fight Club. Mm. I knew it wouldn't last long. No. Yeah. So, I I mean, to hey, me. You're not supposed to talk about Fight Club. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Got him. All right. Well, that's the, the end of round two. To me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you have to. I'm surprised that uh, nothing, nothing has been picked from 97 so far and only one film from 96. That's a surprise to I me. Know. I think maybe as you see the list get filled out, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I better get this, uh, you know, this, yeah, this year's already got four be. selections in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'll tell you, like. Speed and Heat were definitely my two and three. Like this was at dinner last night with my wife. She was like, do you know what you're picking? And I was like, well, if I'm not first, I know what I'm losing. Please stop and- telling mm. me about speed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to eat. Mm-mm. And then All right. I have to go off this jump. Bones, <laughs> did did you have a, a She piece knows for speed. Fight Club? She's watched it. Pl- what? I said, did you have a piece for Fight Club? A piece? Yeah, say something about Fight Club. You told me I couldn't, so <laughs> I'm playing along. I don't know if you had a thing. Wow. Yes, I'm also super nervous. I'm also incredibly <laughs> nervous because we were about to end the first part of this. I wanted to give everybody like a little bit of ample time to talk about the first two rounds of picking. For the most part, right. everybody's getting along. George, you've you fucking dropped the hammer down well, a few times. So. That's fine. Uh, like Brantley said, uh, 96, 97, still a lot of room there. I think everything else at least has 92's got Army of Darkness. Pretty solid 90s selection here, guys. Yeah, I'm feeling really good about my two picks. Any surprises here? Uh, speaking of them, Dan, I'm surprised the Sandlot has already come off the board with your second round selection. Yeah. That, that was the biggest surprise to me. That one in the crow for me. Were big, mm. big surprises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. truly, truly. Uh, if Dustin had left the crow on the board, I might have swerved from my strategy just to take it. <laughs> so DK knew what he was doing. Yeah, I can't oh, believe okay. he was laid first. On. Yes. God damn it! <laughs> um, I right. feel pretty good blade. about the other eight years at this point. Hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, as the first two rounds, this will be the first part. All right, you got to wait a day, listener. You go over, you find horror drafts, you subscribe, 
you follow, however you listen, however you catch the shit. I don't, I'm so terrible with the lingo and the marketing of podcasting. That's what everyone says, catch the shit. Okay. Yeah. Catch the shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. We weren't saying that like two years ago. Yeah. Get ready to hold your bucket and catch the shit. All right, guys. Well, we're going to take a break here, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow in the Horror Drafts feed for part two of the podcast crossover event, 90s Draft. I have been Bones. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.